stop Buzznet. In reference to the podcast here for Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Freaky Freaky Friday. I'm Amanda. I'm Heather. What you got? Today we're gonna learn about Casa Loma, which is in Toronto, Canada. Oh, good old Canadian. Is Casper there? No, no Casper. Oh. Where's Casper at? Casper's in Maine. Oh. Is Casper based off a real story? I don't think so. Oh. The way you said he was in Maine, I thought. Well, that's where the movie takes place. Oh. In Friendship, Maine. I don't even know if that's a real town. I bet it is. Sounds like a real... This sounds like a Massachusetts thing. Maine, not Massachusetts. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay, my sources were Wikipedia and Toronto.com. <laughs> oh, just a city, city website. Just a city website. Right. Uh, Casa Loma, which is Spanish for Hill House. Yes, and it is. It is on top of a big-ass hill. Yes, it is. Uh, it is now a popular filming location. Okay. Some famous movies that have been there are... Billy Madison, X-Men, Crimson Peak, The Love Guru, and Twitches 1 and 2. Did you know X-Men was filmed there when we went? Yeah. Oh. They had a movie poster down there. Oh, basement. that's right. Yeah. Okay. The land was purchased in 1903 by Henry Pellet. Pellot. Maybe Pellot. I didn't look that up. How's it spelled? P-E-L-L-A-T-T. P-E-L-L-A-T-T. Pellot. I think it's Pellot because I don't think that would be Pellet. Yeah, I I wouldn't say Pellet. Because I honestly didn't know any of the history of this because I feel like we just kind of walked through it and left. Yeah, I I had already been there. Uh, It was purchased by Henry Pellot and commissioned architect E.J. Leno... EJ Lennox. Leno? Oh. <laughs> Lennox, I think. I thought you meant like Jay Leno. <laughs> no. <laughs> EJ Lennox. <laughs> to design and build the structure. Construction began in 1911. So the design took a while. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's a hefty place. That's true. Starting with a ma- the massive stables, a potting shed, and a coach house, which was later known as the Hunting Lodge. The lodge is a two-story, 4,380-square-foot house with servants' quarters. Once the stable was completed, Palat moved there with his son. The house cost about $3.5 million and took 300 workers three years to build. And this was in 19 what? 1911. 3.5 mil. Yeah. So I'm to imagine that it is a lot of money now. <laughs> Keep telling me, and then I will... Uh, construction stopped because World War One began. Uh-huh. Uh, this was the largest private, private resident... Largest private residence in Canada. The castle holds 98 rooms, covering 64,700 square feet. Some amenities were an oven large enough to cook an ox. <laughs> oh, okay, because that's just... <laughs> What I want to do. 
two vertical passages for pipe organs, a central vacuum, two secret passages in Palat's ground floor office, a pole, a and a bowling alley in the basement. <laughs> Did not know bowling was a thing back then. Most of the third floor was unfinished, and it is now the regimental museum for the Queen's Own Rifles of Canada, mm-hmm. which was that gigantic display. <laughs> so we literally just walked through? Yeah. Palat joined the regiment as a rifleman and rose through the ranks to commanding officer. He was knighted for his dedication and later served as an honorary car- colonel and was promoted to Major General upon retiring. I, I don't know how accurate this is. Why was it so? Right, so 3.5 million, right? Mm-hmm. So that's 3, 500, and then two sets of zeros after it. No. Right, two, like six... Well, no, three three million would be three zero 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 zero. So there'd be only one set of zeros by themselves. So it'd be three comma five zero zero comma zero 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 for a three point five million. Oh, okay. So. That would be $92,513,105.26. Good lord. <laughs> I can only dream of having $3.5 million. Um, I would take $0.5 million. I'd take 50 bucks. Yeah. <laughs> hey, fuck, at this point, I'll take five. Yeah. Give me 50 cents. Yeah. That's more than I got. Go on. After the war, during the Depression, the city of Toronto raised Casa Loma's taxes from $600 a year to $1,000 a month. So $12,000 a year. So they, they raised it quite a bit. <laughs> $6,000 a year to 12 No, 600 a year to oh. 1000 a month. Oh, so 600 a year to 12000 a year. Yeah. That's quite the, that's quite the inflation. <laughs> a little bit. Facing financial difficulties, because no shit, (laughs) Palat auctioned off $1.5 million in art and $250,000 in furnishings. He was in the castle for less than 10 years, leaving in 1923. In the late 1920s, investors operated Casa Loma as a luxury hotel for a short time. Mm -hmm. Uh... The city seized Casa Loma in 1924 for unpaid taxes, and it was left vacant for years. So maybe it was in the early 1920s. Nobody could pay those taxes, damn. In the 1930s, CFRB, which I'm assuming is a... (laughs) CFRB. (laughs) Huh? CFRB. Yeah. I'm assuming it's like a radio thing. CFRB. Okay. CFRB broadcaster Claire Wallace spent the night to gather information for a story about ghosts and the supernatural. She later broadcasted an appeal to save the old building. In 1937, the Kiwanis Club 
leased the castle and became known as the Kiwanis Club of Casaloma, or KCCL. CFRB is an AM radio clear channel station in Toronto, Ontario, Canada. Well, there you go. Um, they then began operating as a sole con- source contract as a tourist destination. Mm-hmm. During World War II, the stables were used to conceal the production of sonar for U-boat detection. Case mm-hmm. uh, CCL managed Casa Loma for 74 years until 2011. Palat's great-grandniece, Trelawney Howell, started a campaign for an open tender lease process in 2005. In 2006, an advisory committee recommended that the castle's management should be under a new Castle Loma Trust. But a city manager's report and recommendation in 2008 expanded the city's lease with KCCL for another 20 years. Uh-huh. Are you having issues? No, I'm just trying to get my phone plugged in. Oh. From 1997 to 2012, the castle started a new long-term lease with Liberty Entertainment Group, which agreed to spend $7.4 million to continue upgrades. Okay. So, and then, obviously, as to today, it's still a tourist attraction. Yes, it is. And it's on the city pass. It is on the city pass. That's why we went there. Yep. Some sightings and experiences that have been reported are the apparition of a man that is tending to the garden in the indoor conservatory. Oh. That was, like, my favorite place. Mine was the library. Yeah. Hey, Black Panther won outstanding performance by a cast in a motion picture. Cool. Was that tonight? That's the SAG Awards. Oh. So, not the... The Oscars. Yeah. Uh, There is a white lady who is... Usually seen on the second floor. She is believed to be a maid who worked in the castle in the early 1900s. She's been seen by guests and staff as they're cleaning at the end of the day. I'm going to be like, uh, I'm done. (laughs) During an outdoor event, a young boy saw a man in a second floor window. When he told a staff member, they panicked because the second floor was supposed to be on lockdown. When asked to describe the man, the boy gave the exact description of Sir Henry Pallott. The employee took a boy to a group of photos, and he pointed to Henry's photo and said, That's him right there. <laughs> um, a lo- Lodi. A woman. <laughs> a Lodi. <laughs> a woman known as Lady Mary is said to have been spotted on the ground. At one point, CMH, which is Canada's most haunted, attempted to film her room. They left the camera running while they investigated other parts of the castle. When the team returned, the tape was gone. A skeptical employee locked the door behind them before they even left the room. One team member said the employee watched them insert the tape and start recording. The tape has still never been found. The team also set up a different camera that used a hard drive instead of a tape, only to find that the camera had shut itself off after only running for 10 minutes. Okay. Uh, the tunnel leading to the stables is another location that's notorious. Notorious? Notorious. That we walked through. <laughs> yes, we did. Some have felt as though they were grabbed or their hair was pulled. 
Also, people have said to hear the spirit sighing gruffly. I'm willing to tell you right the fuck now. If I would have felt somebody grab me or my hair. You'd be like, I'm fucking out of here. I would have screamed so loud. Well, maybe not, though, because there were other people in there. But, like, fuck that. (laughs) Spirits of the world. Why? Why can't you just, like, move on? (laughs) I mean, if you want to stay here, cool. I mean, I don't know why, because... Uh, well, I mean, this is in Canada, so you don't have to put up with what we have to deal with. Uh, but. Like, don't pull people's hair. Be nice. You shouldn't touch people who don't want to be touched. <laughs> I'll have to look through my pictures. Because I feel like somebody, they said, somebody had said something about it being haunted. Because I think I did take a lot of pictures when we were walking through there. Maybe. I don't know. I'll have to look. Yeah. Anyway. That is all I have on Casalama. Oh. So I wasn't interrupting you. No. Uh, well, it's a cool place. It was. I finally got to go to a castle. Yeah, but it's not the type, type, <laughs> type you want to go to. No. The gardens are beautiful, but they were setting up for Christmas when we were there, so they were like... Not There's put crap together. everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. But the indoor one was gorgeous. Yeah. I love the I love flowers. That's why I like Phipps. Phipps is nice. So what do you have for us for Murder Monday? Murder Monday is a sad one. It's about the murder of Timothy uh Wiltsy. 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 That's how I'm going to say it. Not as depressing as the one that I was researching earlier today, though. So. But it'll be another quick one. Uh, Sorry. I I don't know what happened. Like. I guess we're just not in talkative moods today. We're both tired. <laughs> we're both lame. <laughs> I feel like we're good till we shut the light off. <laughs> Maybe you can turn it back on. My migraine's gone. But no, my bit. eyes are adjusted now. Yeah. Um, heck, I might not even edit these. <laughs> we're only... We're not even at 15 minutes yet. We are now. Well, because that other one was what, only, what, like 10 minutes long? Yeah, they've been pretty short. But the Children of the Allegheny. Yeah. Um, so, sorry about that, but... I'll find some juicy ones. Yeah, I need to... I need to prepare better, because... It's been a stressful couple of weeks for me, so I didn't do anything. And then I had to do six in the last two days. Two days. Five in the last two days. Mostly because the other one was way too overprepared. Well, no, because... Well, that's how many we would have needed anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Because if we both did six, 
Oh, no, we only needed five each. But I did a well, six we have one because you had it. Now we have a nicer buffer. So. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, we're going to talk about Penny. Um, but until then, you can find us on Instagram at in reference to podcast. Find us on Twitter at in reference to. You can find us, or you can <laughs> not find us, but you can send us uh, paranormal or true crime stories or any future topics that you would like to hear us cover at in reference to podcast at gmail.com. Or you can help support us and this podcast and Wikipedia by becoming a Patreon donor at patreon.com backslash in reference to. We would love to have you as a supporter. Um, mostly because I haven't done any acrylic pours lately and I'd love to do one. <laughs> so, um, but until next time. <laughs>